Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. This show is brought to you by DraftKings, and it is your final Friday before a regular season week in the National Football League as it brings a tear to everybody's eye today. We will run down the entire schedule today. Really good guests on the program throughout the next three hours. And uh, you okay with this now again? With the no no more games last night. Stop. This is it. The shenanigans yeah. that we get in week eighteen. We're uh, we're six weeks away from uh, talking about a Pac-12 college basketball game and doing previews with with college hoops. I know uh-huh. yeah. it's uh, it's depressing, no doubt about it. And getting ready for March Madness at yeah. that point, and looking yeah. at the Masters, I guess, huh? Yeah, pretty yeah, soon yeah. down the road. Okay, so we do have the two games tomorrow. Uh, we'll begin with those, and it is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens now, and uh, depends on where you look. This number is now down to three. There are some three and a halves out there. At DraftKings, it's three. The total is 35. That's pretty much the consensus number right now. There might be a 34 and a half or a 35 and a half out there. Here's what we know now for sure. This morning for the Ravens, Pauly, uh, everybody knows Lamar Jackson's out of this game. Odell Beckham's not going to play. Marlon Humphrey's not going to play. Guard, Kevin Zeitler's not going to play. And two other guys on the defense. Malik Harrison, Daryl Woodley, they're out of this game as well. Zay Flowers listed as doubtful. Questionable is Kyle Hamilton for the Steelers. It's kind of clean, uh, although Minka Fitzpatrick is questionable here. Alandon Roberts, linebacker, and Trenton Thompson, safety, they are questionable as well. And also a move on the total yesterday, now down to 35. Uh, It's being called a wintry mix in the Baltimore area, which obviously means a combination of rain, snow, wind and uh, as of this minute i'm seeing gusts up to 38 40 miles an hour during this game potentially as all the makings right same scenario occurred in 2019 and the ravens won i think that was rg3 that was tomlin punted in a must-win game down two scores with four minutes left it was incredible uh but and i laid a bad number here but i'm gonna ride with rudolph and this hot pittsburgh offense with back-to-back 30-point games Every time these teams play, it's close. Head-to-head going back, the uh, final score, the winner won by 7, 3, 2, 3, 1, 5, and 4. Baltimore, 23, 5, and 3 ATS going back as a dog. Unbelievable how this team is so good as a dog. But I got I to gotta trust Pickens and Rudolph here. I can't believe I'm saying that. You'll go back a month, can I. a month ago. Absolutely. Rudolph, 12 starts, half of them. Multiple touchdown passes. Pickett, 24 starts. One game mm-hmm. with multiple touchdown passes. Chance they can make the playoffs, win and in, get a win with a, a Bills loss or a Jacksonville loss. It's a tough handicap, you know, but I'm going to go with the team that's playing the guys against the team that's 
playing backups for the most part, and, and Huntley's very good. But you don't know how, you know if, if he's rusty and how he's going to play, and it is the top teams, top two teams in the league in turnover differential. But we'll see when we're, what comes in, what happens, and what we talk about Monday morning here. But I, I laid it with Pittsburgh. To add on to your angle there with Harbaugh, as uh, the dog, there's also this. When Tomlin and Harbaugh coach versus each other, mm-hmm. the underdog in that game is 23-5-3 ATS. Hello. And now this is a Ravens team again. I, I actually think that Huntley, in this system, uh, as many years as he's been there, he's got to be thought of as one of the best backup quarterbacks in the entire league. The guy has proven himself a lot. I like him. Um, I can trust that guy. And I also, when you go back and look at Harbaugh's history in like the preseason, I know it's been talked about a lot this week, uh, but there's something counts. to this. This guy doesn't like losing any football game ever. Yep. yep. And so y- you brought up that angle with Tomlin punting like that. That's the way that he can clam up. And uh, I know that uh, somebody reached out to me yesterday and said, wouldn't this be like the perfect Tomlin game? You go on the road, you have all those yards, you score 30 points on Seattle. Mm-hmm. In a game that you absolutely have to have, and then you come back home against a team resting most of their guys, and you lose it outright. Yeah, like that would be a Tomlin es- Express. Get out of the way. Right, and he deserves criticism for sticking with Trubisky as long as he did as well. And the other thing, all this hype about San Francisco, and rightfully so. How about the Ravens? Thirteen and three. They've had the lead in the fourth, entering the fourth quarter of every game. Two of their losses, they were up double digits and lost. They were up fourteen at home against Cleveland, lost that game. They blew the game in Pittsburgh. When they, were, when they had a seven-point lead in that game. Yeah, that was a total up, fluke. Right, right. And then they lost at home to the Colts, and they had the lead in the fourth quarter there. They're 11-3-2 first quarter money line this year as well. So that's, again, great coaching, and Harbaugh always having them ready to play. But, yeah, it's a tough one. It, I know it's a, it's a tough handicap, but I, I think the Steelers are going to get there, and this has just been a completely different offense with Rudolph and what they're doing with the rushing attack with Warren and Harris and what they're doing with Pickens. And I know it was the Bengals' defense – but and Seattle, you know, lousy too. But to what they've done and how it looks like a completely different outfit here in the last couple of games, going against backups, tough. But I think they're going to get the win. I have not touched this game yet. Um, I kind of go on the other side, so I don't want to just you know root against you and uh, put in a bet just to have a bet and be on the opposite side. But I do trust Harbaugh here. Okay. Um, I, I love the organization. I have a ton of respect for them, um, and I will also say that. Based on the game total at 35 right now, where it is, what's this? What if it's just the players can't move? They're expecting it's like an 80% chance of heavy rain during mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Can you also protect Rudolph because Baltimore's number one in sacks? But then again, it's like who's playing? You yeah. know, and that, that's it's, it's, it's a funky handicap. It's a the, tough game. The first quarter total is six and a half. The first half total right. is 17. I do see a 17 and a half out right. there. Now, you have great numbers coming up on team that's in a win-and-in situation against someone that has nothing to play for. But with something like this, it's still you're going against the top team in the league. Right, right. So yeah, this it, it, even exactly. though they're sitting guys. So I know there's nothing on the line for Baltimore, but you still have, you know, you're still you're taking on the best team in the league on the road. So right. it, it's, it's a fascinating handicap, and, and we'll see if it uh, prevails here where Good chance to make the playoffs, and you have to have it with your season on the line. Yep. The game tomorrow night, Texans at the Colts. Uh, uh, the Texans injury report here. Defensive end, Jonathan Greenard. He is out. Wide receiver, Noah Brown, going to miss the I game, Polly. Ah, uh, Joe, can't, can't catch a break. Robert Woods, Will Anderson, Laramie Tunsil are listed as questionable. I think they're going to play, but they're listed as questionable. Colts, um, limited but questionable. On the offensive line, Ryan Kelly and Quentin Nelson Full practice yesterday, but questionable. Zach Moss, Braden Smith, and Kenny Moore. And the Texans out to a one-and-a-half-point favorite now at DK. It's flipped a couple of points here through the money line, which usually is meaningless. Well, this is awesome. This is why we love the NFL. So coming in here, this was the second and third worst Super Bowl odds in the futures market. And the winner is in Saturday night. If Houston wins, you have the first rookie coach quarterback combo to make the playoffs since Luck and Pagano in 2012. This is awesome. Great coaching job by both guys. The bugaboo with Minshew, when the opponent scores at least 21 points, he's 2-18 and 18 straight up in his career. Mm-hmm. Indy's got a lousy defense. We'll see if Stroud can take advantage of that. 
We know what happened week two. Stroud said, who cares? We got blown out. It was a long time ago. We're a completely different team. They're right. But the fact that, that they're down key players here is a big one. That was 31-20, by the way, mm-hmm. in week two. Houston's defense was nasty last week. Tennessee was 1-12 on third down, whether it was Levis or Tannehill. No time to throw. They're playing games here with, uh, as you mentioned, the uh, favorites flipped and jumping around as well. But this is, this is awesome. The fact that the winner here is it. The playoffs start early Saturday night. It's, oh, yeah. They, they it's Buck do. and Aikman. And, and the winner here is in. And you never know. Could actually win the division if you get a Jacksonville loss. It's a tough one. I would lean Colts. Uh, but, again, I'm not going to count out C.J. Stroud in the year he's done. And they have a, you know, if, if this is college football. I mean, Houston has a hell of a resume. Look at some of the wins they oh, have. no question. They beat Burrow on the road. They beat the Saints at home. They beat Denver at home. He threw for five touchdowns beat, and a zillion yards against the Buccaneers. Beat the Buccaneers in the and the comeback win too. So it's it's tough. Where it's like I don't I don't think they're that good with the Colts. And can you trust Minshew? But what Steichen has done here, and this is just, without Taylor for much of the year, without Richardson, and you're throwing a guy in here like Minshew, and you're in a position to do this, full marks. Yeah, I'm mad at myself because I missed the Texans teasing them up when uh, they were catching one and a half at some spots earlier this week. I could not again. I there was. Not really a dance partner out there that I liked, so I, I passed on it. And uh, now, as a result, I'm not going to be able to obviously tease Houston, uh, Houston up in this game. The Sunday night game. Now, money on the Dolphins here. Bills are down to two and a half uh. in this spot. I'll give you some numbers here in Josh Allen in his career against Miami. He's 10 and 2, and uh, Tim Murray and Mike Palm on VSIN primetime this week, show here on VSIN, they had a great guest on from Buffalo. I never realized this. Josh Allen has won AFC Player of the Week five times after playing Miami. His average game, 65% completion percentage, 273 yards passing, 2.8 touchdowns, and overall is 31 touchdowns to five INTs, a rating of 111, and 52 yards rushing per game. He kills Miami. However, the Bills have lost seven straight night games ATS and five straight oh, at home. Yep, I know. But uh, they beat they beat Miami nine to ten though, and we saw what happened in the first meeting. Burial, that was their A game. They dropped forty eight on Miami and beat them. So this goes back to can Miami beat a good team? Well, you did beat Dallas, and you are seven and one at home. But that's this, and I would love to see the Bills in the playoffs. But I I, I can't have an opinion because I have I don't know if Howard's going to play, mm-hmm. and I don't know if Waddle's going to play, and if they're without both guys, especially Waddle. Then I have to take Buffalo, and I disagree with the move here. Yep, Tua has struggled, by the way. He's 1-5 against the Bills. A 5-5 five to five touchdown to INT ratio. So 1-1, one to one basically, when you break it down for Tua. Hasn't gone well for him. He was awful in the first game. Yep, yep. Win some, lose some is up next, and we'll discuss ATS numbers for some of the backup quarterbacks starting this week. It hasn't been pretty. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. 
And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Hello, NHL. Big, big night on the ice. Road teams 10-3 and three last night. Thanks to Jonathan Davis, the Winnipeg Jets did it again. They beat San Jose on the road, 2-1. They've held their opponent under their team total seven in a row and 14 of 15. Okay, do you know how impressive this is? Yes, this is nuts. Now, the question is, obviously, with the defense and the goaltending, it's superb. Do they have enough of an attack offensively to actually make a deep run into the playoffs? Yeah. I know Jeff Davis has a rogue number on them to win the West at a huge number. Yeah. I'm dying to wear my Winnipeg Jets jersey on air. They make the playoffs, and this could possibly happen. But this, what they've done defensively is uh, spectacular. Nuts. Second period overs. Rangers, 15 of 16. L.A. Kings, 10 of 11. First period overs. Ottawa, 10 of 11. Dallas, 15 of 17. Uh, goal in the first 10. Dallas at home, a loser yesterday. But the first period went over. Mm-hmm. And we got there with a goal in the first 10 on the road for Ottawa. College Hoops, Arizona, 9.5 up to 12.5. Beat Colorado by 50. Oh, mama. Or four, 50 or I think it was 40 or 50. Well, My God. The, the Colorado, they were without a couple of their star players. And also, Arizona just got drubbed by Stanford. So it was like a yes. get right. It was a perfect spot for them. And right. the, I mean, they, yeah, as you can see, they took a ton of money. Right. North Texas, Wichita State over, 129.5 up to 135, 74 62. James Madison does it again. Here we go. 14 and 0 straight up. Lenardi has him a 10 seed. And bracketology. I'll take that. Come on. Let's go. A lot of winnable games coming up. Grand Canyon, 13-1 and straight up. Beat San Diego State a couple weeks ago. Another good team. Eastern Kentucky, plus three, went off the favorite. One by eight. Elon and William and Mary, the under. 159 down to 152. And Bill and Mary, one and a half up to four. They won by seven. Wisconsin-Milwaukee from nine down to five. Lost by five. Let's go. We cover everything. Heat 2 starts filming later this year. Adam Driver is playing Neil McCauley. It's a prequel and a sequel. As I tweeted yesterday, it's one of the best movies of all time. It has the best... It's not the town. Good movie. It has one of the best shootout scenes ever. When they catch De Niro and Val Kilmer robbing the bank and and, and, and Pacino comes out... Um. That scene is used by Marines in weapons training. Michael Mann nailed it. It goes on for five, ten minutes. I watched the movie in the theater. Oh, is it loud. And they also caught had the LAPD on site to help them out in the right right when you when you're mm. catching bank robbers. How do you respond? Oh, it's so good. I've said this many times. Somehow, some way, that movie gets lost in the shuffle. Oh, it, no it's doubt. It's absolutely underrated and it holds up to this day. No the question. The cast is incredible. Oh, yes, it is. Sopranos today. Marathon starts on HBO. They're doing a season every day for the next week. Kawhi Leonard. The last 11 games he's played. The Clippers are 11-0. He's shooting 60% from the field, 50% from three, and 95% from the free throw line. Any good? Well, oh. are, are people still doubting this team? Yeah, they better. Yeah, they better well. not. Real deal. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. How good is this? The dog with his toy in his mouth trying to help out Simba on the TV as he's watching the movie where he's stuck on the branch here. Come to me, son. Come on, jump, son. And look at the guy. The dog is trying to help out. I'll save you. Look at this. I got you, buddy. Or he's watching the TV and they're trying to help out Simba. And he's got, I love he's got the toy in the mouth the whole time sure. too, right? Sure. And, he, and he's trying and he's, he's, Acted, you know, trying to help out as he's watching the movie. 
And it's it's like the <laughs> it's like the dog licking the snack and trying to eat the sandwich when he's watch what he's watching well, he, on yeah, TV. He, he's convinced this is real life. That's right. Yeah, I'll help you. I got you. No. <laughs> I love that. That is so good. And he's trying to save the day. What a nice run here. Well, let's go back to Alaska. Again, look at the size of this moose. Look at this big fella coming down. Walking down. Oh, my God. He's Again, he's bigger than the car. Look at this. As the car's backing up, trying to get a glimpse like he's looking at a UFO. Come on. Come yeah. on. This can't be real. Oh, yeah. Oh, mama. Just walking down the highway, he and was, they can't believe he's bigger than the truck. He's twice as tall as that S. Look at that. Yes. Was that like a Suburban? He's yes. dwarfed or... Come yeah. on. Yeah. You got to pull over and take a picture and film it. This has to be AI. No, come on. I buy it. Absolutely. A moose that big. His legs are 10 feet high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I buy it. I got to play on Monday. I got a good one for you where the guy rescued the baby moose. Volume up. Mitchell loved this. We got the husky with the mom and the puppies. <laughs> there you go. Peachy Young. That's right. You got five puppies in the crate, and they started, and now mom's going to end it. Let's go. That's got to be fun, huh? That goes on yeah, for several it's minutes. It's got to be great to have That's all five at your house. <laughs> uh, all right. One lose some. What kind of dog is this? Oh, hey, buddy. You want a snack? He's giving the bear berries, and he's sitting down, and he's, he's bigger than the human, and the dog's sitting down next to him, cuddling up, getting little berries and a snack here. I mean, this is amazing video. With the bear. Hey, buddy, how you doing? You scratch that itch? All right. Look at the size of the paw. I know. He's just sitting down. He's feeding them berries. You're right. The bear's just sitting down. Now, walk in. Look at this shot. Hey, can I just uh, lick this, your face here real quick? This puts it in perspective how big this guy is. It's getting its revenue with the Caprio. Look at the size of this creature. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? Want a snack? Look at that. Rubs his belly. I mean, if this guy is in a bad mood, I it's once, over. Look, he, okay, I once asked Chuck Norris how many times he could kill me in less than 10 seconds. Right, yes. Oh, we giggled, and he said at least 10. <laughs> this bear could kill this human being 100 times in less than 10 Look at this. The paw with one swipe would rip this guy's head off. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, could, he could put that guy's head inside of his mouth oh. and bite down, and it's over with. Oh, so good. Between this and the moose. Look at him. How you doing, buddy? All right. A couple of bad beats. First period over St. Louis and Vancouver. A goal two minutes in, nothing the rest of the way. And a moose in San Francisco. Yes, Golden State plus three and the money line. They were up 16 with five minutes left. Aaron Gordon took over and Joker with the kiss from half court to win it. Nuggets by three. Ouch. Oh, what a finish. Up 16 with five minutes, and the Warriors couldn't win the game. Oh. Imagine if you took three. That is a brutal push. It went up to four in most spots. Man. The Suns are the nine. Horrible. The Lakers are the 10. Yep. The Warriors are the 11 seed in the West. If you're looking for a betting edge with the championship game, we have you covered. Washington, Michigan, VEASAN Pro subscriber, intro offer, $9.99. Get every play, every host, every guest, and the betting splits. Don't miss out. Limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. $9.99. Become part of the sports betting network. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So call these quarterbacks what you want. Call them backups. Call them emergency quarterbacks. Call them fourth stringers, whatever you would prefer. Jeff yeah. Driscoll Fifth is string. going. Fifth yeah. string. He's going for Cleveland. Yep. Um, last five years, 0-3-1 ATS. I went back and looked at his overall game log. He started two games in the pandemic year. That's the last time he started anything. In the NFL. That season, 55% completion, 216 yards passing per game, three touchdowns at two INT, 6.75 yards per pass attempt. He played three games in 2019 for the Lions and six games in 2018 for the Bengals. And in those games, uh, 11 combined from 2018 to 2020, 13 touchdowns, eight INTs. Guys haven't played since the pandemic year. Started a game. Yeah. Okay. If they win. They're the first team since the 87 Patriots to win with five different quarterbacks. quarterbacks yeah. This is wild, mm. right? And Cincinnati up to seven, and I just have to – we have a money quote from Shanahan coming up, but you, I, I, it doesn't mean it's going to win. But I like the Zach Taylor quotes about we'd like to have a winning record, and we're going to try to win yeah. by all any means necessary. Now, who's out there? Who knows? But you would also think, to your point about the you know uh, issues with Driscoll, you don't think Browning wants to show something here? 
Yeah. And Maybe then, someone takes a shot with this guy. He's been great since Burrow got hurt. Yeah, and also Brownie did show up on the injury report yesterday, so something to definitely pay attention to later on this morning. Doesn't it feel like Carson Wentz has been out of the league for like five years? It does, right. He's actually 23-30 and 30 ATS last five years. His last game came versus Cleveland almost a year ago. I couldn't believe it. Looking, I'm like, wow, things fly by. Um, so it's all, but New Year's Day, 2023, he was 16 of 28 for 143 yards and three INTs. He had a rating in that game of 31.4. And at that point, that's why everybody was like, it's all over with. Carson yep. Wentz can never play in this league ever again. Yep. He threw four touchdowns in week one, a win against Jacksonville. I do remember that game. And he had 359 yards, two touchdowns, and an INT versus Tennessee in a week five loss. Remember that game as well. There was a great goal line stand by the Titans to keep the commanders out of the end zone at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I mean, he hasn't really played a lot of football overall going back. Simeon's been a disaster. One in seven ATS. Yeah. So that's... Uh... Some of these are difficult, but, you know, it's a tough week, though. And a lot, a lot of it's like uh, you can treat it like the preseason. Yeah, Mullins is 3-7-1 ATS. Yeah, yeah. He's getting the go for the Vikings. Keeps both teams in the game. Yeah, uh, he definitely does. Up next, more of the uh, Sunday slate coming up in the NFL and win totals that are still up in the air. Plenty to get to. Plus, we'll tie in how many alternate win totals have cashed already next here on VEASAN. you make your next bet, visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every NFL or bowl game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. We've recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. Check it out. vcin.com slash splits. Also, be part of the team and get the newsletter every day. This morning, Bill 80 interviewed Matt Humans. What is Matt going to do with the quarterly is he's in first place and third place with Johnny Utah and uh first he, place pays a hundred thousand dollars. One fifty. One fifty. One fifty. Yeah, okay. And he talked to um sorry, he has a chance to win high, like well, right, yeah. plenty of money here. But he talked to Frank B, who we love, talked to Big Randy McKay, tried to pick their brain about what's the right way. He's not gonna tip his hand about the strategy. But as far as the entry that's in first place in seventeen, two and one, I think it's gonna be regular handicapping and do what it's been working. But humans, the alias is Johnny Utah. Keanu Reeves, Point Break. Humans told Bill 80, Point Break is one of my top 10 movies. Johnny Utah is a former Ohio State quarterback who blew out his knee in the Rose Bowl and became an FBI agent. It's a movie about bank robbers, surfers, skydivers, and FBI agents. And believe it or not, as a kid, those are the four things I wanted to be someday. <laughs> I wonder why quote. he loves the movie what then. A quote. Yeah, unbelievable. It's a good movie. It is so good. Gary Busey. Not bad. You should uh, go uh, skydiving before you die. Uh, no, I will never one do time. that. Never. If one thing goes wrong, uh, ball game. Odds are it's no. not going to go wrong. No. Take your chances. You got to no. like your odds, Paul. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like the end of Young Guns. No. It's 100 against four. <laughs> I like That's our right. odds. No uh, chance. Yep. Would you ever try surfing? That I'd try. I could give that a shot. I tried skiing once. I hated it. I kept falling down. Yeah. Uh, water was skiing miserable. or on a, No, water snow. skiing was great. Okay. And then um, uh, the jet skis at Lake Tahoe. Oh, phenomenal. That was awesome. I got in trouble. I was going so fast that I went too far out, they said. Yeah. But, uh, no, but uh, skiing and all that, that and the snow, terrible. I want no part of that. I, I, wonder, I put up with it for 20 years. Enough. Yeah. For the audience, we're in our late 40s now. I've always wanted to go surfing. I've never actually had the onions to sit down and take a lesson or take the time to do it. I think if you could actually ride a wave, I'm not talking about Bodie here, but I'm talking about getting up on the board and riding a wave for, I don't know what's fair, five seconds, eight seconds. I can't imagine what that feeling's like. I lowered your power rating. Hold on a second here. Go ahead. I was for the, and we're on in Southern California. At our age, is there any way that if we took, could we ever get up on a board? I'm curious. We're I on X, Ad Beeson Live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Yeah. We're, to- we're athletic though still. Yeah. We can do some things. Yeah, Wayne Rooney had that bicycle kick goal along at Man U. And I, I, I could do that. And then you're thinking, it's like, no, well, you there's can't. no chance you can Not do even that. Chance. You gave up on golf? You yeah. stopped the lessons and is everything? That, is that why you lowered my power rating? Yeah, radio? what happened? It, you were so frustrated you okay. gave up I, on I, golf I, already? I, I actually think the people listening will respect this and understand this for people who golf. So 
we were taking lessons. It was a great idea for my wife. We were taking dual lessons starting last year. It was like a, it was one of, it was a Christmas gift. So we're going like every other week, right? And I got to the spot where I felt extremely comfortable with a seven iron, right? And at the simulated range, like eventually during one of my lessons, what the guy told me to do was working and mentally it was just, I was in that spot, right? And like every shot that I hit with the seven iron was going straight and it kept going further and further. You know, it was just like, okay, now I'm getting in the zone. The next lesson that we took and mind you, our golf instructor was giving, well, he was paying much more attention to my wife than me. It is what it is. So every time I would ask him something, he would give me like two seconds and he'd be just uh. like, yeah, I just remember what I said. I'm like, that's not good enough for me. And he told me to do like two different things to tinker with it or add something to the swing. And I totally lost it. And now all of a sudden that seven iron that was going straight and it was beautiful and glorious was shanking over here to the right and going 52 yards or was going way to, there was no consistency. I was so, I was so frustrated inside that simulated golf range. I almost wanted to throw the golf club. And I gave up at that point. And I was so mad on the drive home. And she, she didn't understand. I'm like, yeah, because he spent the entire hour talking to you. And every, come, I, every time I would come over and say, hey, can I? Yeah, yeah, I'll get there in a second. And so okay. that did not sit well with me. So mentally in a bad spot, if, if you reach that <laughs> point in golf, it's tough to get out of, man. Yeah. yeah. So Try uh, again. It's the only sport we can play at our age now. Well, you're right. Give it a shot. Yep. All right. Okay, so some win totals here that are up in the air yet this week. Can you believe this? How, look at how many seven eight still up in yeah, the yeah. hanging the balance. Jacksonville nine and a half, Bills ten and a half, Seattle eight and a half. There were nines out there. Arizona four and a half went down to three and a half in some spots. Denver eight and a half. Broncos haven't had a winning season since two thousand sixteen. Eagles eleven and a half. weren't they ten and one? Yep. Oh, Bears seven and a half. I have this. How bad would this be? The Bears can go over their win total. They're going to close five and one. Raiders seven and a half. This is nuts. For the Raiders to go over seven and a half, all things considered, when you go back and look at the first two months of the year, fired the coach. Yeah. It's just absurd yet again. Yep. That they're going to get there. Here are some alts that are ready cashed, and uh, we talk about this every single summer. Um, this is probably the best way to approach it. The ones that have cashed so far: Bengals under ten and a half was plus one thirty. Good division. You get the injury to Burrow. And now if they win, they land on nine for the year. Chargers under eight and a half was plus 190. Now that the season is one game away from being finished, how easy does that look? Yeah. It's just like, trust your gut. Staley's yeah. awful. They're not going to. Colts over seven and a half was plus 165. Flew over. Cowboys over 11, plus 160. They'll get there with a win against the Commanders and their huge favorites, obviously, on Sunday. The Dolphins over 10.5 was plus 215. Mm. Now, I know people are going to say, well, that was way too easy. Well, when you go back before the season started again, Bills were one of the highest power-rated teams in football. Aaron Rodgers. The, the Jets yeah. were thought, to, speaking of the Jets, under 8.5 was plus 180. God. And you knew had you, had, you had a good idea opening night that that was going to be a struggle or it was going to sail in for you. They're making a big mistake. I stand by it. Most penalized team in the league, Jets. With uh, bringing Salah back? Yes, I think that's a huge mistake. The Giants, after last year's magical season, under 6.5 was 2-1. to one. Mm -hmm. That got there. Remember the schedule to begin the year? Yeah. 10 straight weeks. Panthers, oh, how, Paul, under 6.5 was plus 140. But here's the thing again. They traded for the number one pick. And correct me, correct me if I'm wrong in this. If they won the final week last year against Tampa Bay, didn't they win the division? It was in play, yeah. Yeah, that was in. Yeah, they could have. Yeah. Patriots under six and a half plus one forty-five. I was not high on that team. I thought they'd have a bad year. Texans over seven and a half was plus two ten. <sighs> Stunning. Unreal. Love the under. That's why. What a Mike, job by Ryan's. Mike Palm brought this up yesterday on the show. I I don't think you can count out D'Amico Ryans. I don't think you can cut out Shane no, Steichen for Coach of the Year, and you, you said that too. You can't. The winner's in the playoffs. A winner could actually take down that division. Mike made a good point too about how high the Browns' win total was. It's, I know you've had different quarterbacks, but still, you have a hell of a defense, at least uh, at home, and uh, you had a high win total. How much credit do you give Jim uh, Schwartz on the defensive yes, side of the ball? No, yes. You have to, right? Yep. 
Titans, you were really low on this team this year. Under six and a half was plus 170. And that's already that's already there. And the Steelers will go over nine and a half with a win tomorrow. That was plus 135. Think about the topsy-turviness <laughs> of the Steelers season to potentially go over nine and a half wins on an out total. Yep. You, you, you wrote them off 10 times, and then you thought it was absolutely going to go over before they hosted the Cardinals as a six-point favorite at home. I'll give you one. And, and a guy I'm not bringing back, Dennis Allen, Saints went under their win total. It's already decided. But this guy is – every year as an NFL coach, his team has gone under their win total. I don't, I don't know how they bring him back. They didn't play a team that had, that had uh, Super Bowl odds under 20 to 1. Their schedule was a joke. Oh, and they still couldn't go over their win total. Yeah. They lost to Green Bay. They split with Tampa. They lost to Houston. They lost to Jacksonville. They lost to Minnesota. They lost to the Rams. They lost to Detroit. They couldn't. They can still make the playoffs, but still, you couldn't get to ten and seven. Yeah, think with about the schedule. Think about some of those losses. By the way, they gave up a seventeen nothing lead at Lambeau uh-huh. to Jordan Love in that second half comeback. The game against the Vikings that was Josh Jobs right away. Lit him up. I, yep. I know things were going well for yep. Dobbs at that time, but he absolutely went up and down the field on that defense. There was another one that you mentioned in there too that was just inexcusable. For how they blew the Houston this year. game, they were living in, in Houston territory yeah. the whole game, yeah, and couldn't cash in. Uh, but this is wild. It, the if Arizona wins, it's a vicious beat. It's all time bad because it, they go one and sixteen with Clayton Toon, and then you move on from Dobbs. They only had one, but they beat Dallas two seed. Yeah, tell me they about beat it. Philly, and they won at Pittsburgh. Think about that. <laughs> they can win five go, games yeah, that way. How are they going to win their, after they go over their win total? Come on. Yes. And they should not even be playing Kyler Murray. That's right. Imagine if Kyler Murray gets hurt on Sunday. And then that... Yeah, that, then you got to pay him $50 million. Arizona going over, Chicago going over is brutal. I think the Raiders going over seven and a half. How about if Jacksonville loses? They were eight and three. You couldn't go to get 10 and seven out of that? Yeah, I think their out total was like 10 and oh. a half. Or, yeah, so up next... We'll hit some props available for the week. And we'll, uh, this is amazing. We'll tell you how eliminated teams have done historically versus teams that need to win. Hint, it's pretty good. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Great NBA card tonight, and we got a total of 264. Hawks Pacers. And new customers can bet $5 and pocket $150 in bonus bets instantly. And you get the league pass for the rest of the season. Download the app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours, baby. Tons of reaction on X, and I appreciate it. Talking about my uh, lackluster golf game. Um, Everybody is saying, first of all, Mitch, you can't do it with your spouse. you got to do it on your own. This is your time. And other people are saying that I need to get an instructor. The guy's a little bit older. He's probably in his 70s. Oh. Say whatever. Uh, they're telling me I need to get a, somebody who was much closer to my age. Okay. And they're going to give me the entire hour. That makes the most sense. Can't go with my yeah. wife. Others are saying, yeah, and this is exactly spot on, Ian ch- uh, chiming in, skydiving is the greatest natural high somebody will ever have. It's unreal. Now, I've only done it once. That was yeah. enough for me. But that f- was bonkers the way we did it, by the way. I did not have a... I can't uh, believe you did that. I did not have a... Uh, ta- I did not go tandem. I did it so... Everybody had to go solo. Really? So you go like 3,000 feet up in the air. Oh, I'd be, I couldn't... I'm, I'm afraid of heights to begin with. What? And, and this is a puddle jumper, right? So th- I'm not kidding. This is what they said. They open up the door. It's, oh, no. your, it's your turn to go. You got a step. There's a step on the plane. You put your feet on the step and then you grab the part of the wing that's connected to the plane, you grab that and then you let your feet go. This is all true. So then you're like flying with the plane, your backpack and the ripcord is connected to the plane. And so then when you look over, you're like, <laughs> you're, you're panicking and the guy says, okay, go, you let go. And then it's like seven, eight seconds. You're like, what did I get into? And then you just, you know, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the ripcord breaks or it opens up. And you look up, and there's the parachute, and then you've got like 2,700 feet to yeah, go. Do it. And it's just like... You're Tom Cruise. Wow. You're Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. And that, but that was only, So it was only a free fall for like 8, 10 seconds, whatever. Oh. But still, you're going 190... I think they said 190 miles an hour. Ah. No, thank you. It's like, it's like it Al Michaels. Like Hawk from The Ultimate. What a rush. It's right. Yeah, right. It's like Al Michaels with the carrot. No, I can tell. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll never do that. No. Two of my biggest regrets, I didn't propose to the girl who won $12 million. The other one, I used to talk to Butch Harmon on a regular basis. Oh, and how- Butch, Butch Harmon's like, yeah, come down, I'll help you out. I never took him up on it. Butch Harmon was going to give me lessons. What is wrong with you? I know. I'm let, an idiot. Let me ask you this. Are you a little afraid that the golf game is going to be so bad that you don't? That's, that's the thing. I me can't, too. I can't show up. I don't, yep. I cannot show up and say, hey, Butch. <laughs> I, 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 what do you got for I, me? I can't even, I'm not even... No. No way. I understand that part, Paul. I really do. I, I'm a putt-putt guy. I mean, I, I, cannot, I cannot show up and waste Butch Harmon's time and say, I mean, to, to take him a, to, a year just to, can't do it. Yep. How about this from Evan Abrams? This guy's awesome. We should hire him. I see him on the network all the time. Since 1990, eliminated teams playing teams that need to win over the final two weeks of the regular season have gone 61% against the spread. It's 168-game sample size. Eliminated teams that fit this week, Carolina, Tennessee, Arizona, Chicago. Eliminated teams playing teams that need to win. Wow. 61%. Okay, so that, for example, like the Steelers-Ravens game doesn't qualify. The Ravens don't have anything to play for, but they're Uh obviously in the playoffs. They're not an eliminated team from the playoffs. Um, I got to tell you, I bet the Seahawks already. I took three. I've been itching to bet the Bears all week long. I was hoping to find three and a half. That's not going to come in, so I'm probably going to settle for three there. There was a big line move on the Titans-Jags yesterday from five down to three and a half. I don't know what's going to happen here with Lawrence. I, it's now, new. First of all, right now, the number is outrageous if it's C.J. Beathard. They were just three and a half at home to Carolina. They can't be laying this on the road with C.J. Beathard. I don't know. Th- th- he's improving, but I don't know if Lawrence is going to play. Now, you should get Kirk and Zay Jones back, too. And you got Robinson back uh, on the offensive line last week. But if it's, I don't know. If it's Lawrence, and then how compromised is he with the shoulder? This isn't, well, I know. And then what do you make of Vrabel's comments that took off this week? Uh, not much. 
losing bleeping sucks. Yeah, okay. He, yeah, that, so? That's who he is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's well, a rah-rah type guy. Year, so that your quarterbacks have been lousy, and it's you showed no but, heart and guts last week against Houston. But it is also, you know, you think thinking Ryan Tannehill's last go-around here. Yeah. And, you know, whether or not they like that guy as a coach, I think they do. I think he's, you know, he just won Coach of the Year not that long ago. He's done a good job here with the organization. And so I think yeah. the I think the guys on that team are going to be fired up, and they're not going to punt, and they're going to want to probably. Yeah. And remember last year again, going back, that's when this team had Josh Dobbs with a chance to get into the playoffs, and they were leading that game against Jacksonville, and Jacksonville came back to win the game. That on kept a defensive Tennessee touchdown. out. Yeah. I'm I'm so intrigued by the Green Bay game. They beat Chicago nine in a row, and the Bears can ruin the party here. Yeah. So that that's a tough one too. Is, is the I Bears mean, are hot? I I can just see it coming now that if the Bears were to win this game. It would be a replay of what happened in the regular season finale last year when everybody on the Lions team, the coaching staff, the players said absolutely it meant a lot to keep Green Bay out of the playoffs. I can see the Bears players and coaching staff, if they were to win this game, say the exact same thing when it's over. Yep. Yep. By the way, humans, for what it's worth, he did say one game he's not going to be on. Again, all things considered. So if the if the contest out here, and we're talking about the quarterly now, Matt humans has first place and third place. Circa millions. Yeah, all so, apparently uh, Mike Palm said though he's also in the running at the Westgate as well. Yep, which so makes sense. If this if the contest ended today, what is that then? That's two hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. So he said on his show last night, and he bet the Panthers last week, like a lot of people did, in the contest. He said it doesn't matter. West was making a case to go with Carolina, and Matt shut him down. He goes, "You could sit here for twenty minutes and tell me to bet Carolina. I'm not going to do that because I can't with this much money on the line. I can't pus the." With coming on what they showed last week against Jacksonville, oh, yeah. he goes, "There's Can't no way I could have them on my t- on my ticket. There's Good no chance." Him. Good for him. Yeah. Now, does Baker? Is ba- he should play, but that's a, this is why you don't throw away games because Mayfield they lost and Mayfield got hurt, so now he's got the rib injury. So who knows if he's compromised and what he looks like? You don't throw games away. You had a chance to win the division and get a week off with rest, and you're down twenty nothing to the Saints. Are you aware of what Carolina's done here? Now, I don't know how far, I don't think this has ever happened because the numbers only go back to 1991. They've yet to run a play with the lead in the fourth quarter. <laughs> this, I, I don't think this has ever happened in NFL history. Oh, Both wow. wins were walk-off wins, field goals at the gun. Oh, They haven't run a play in the fourth quarter with the lead. It's the final game Sunday. That's all you need to know. Oh. That's one of the ugliest stats I've ever heard in my entire life. That's right, Johnny. You like any props? Well, this okay. Mason Rudolph's intriguing. Because I just mentioned half of his career starts, yeah. he's thrown multiple touchdown passes. He's 2-1 to one to throw two touchdowns uh, tomorrow. He is. Now, again, heavy weather here. Yeah. You know, 80% chance of heavy rain from yeah. what they're calling it. He did have two t- uh, touchdowns against Cincinnati two weeks ago as well. Um, but yeah, plus 195 on him. I wanted to bring up Dak Prescott. Now, the potential weather here in D.C., not going to be as bad. But if we do get some weather here, it could be you know, some rain, maybe some wind as well. And at what point do the Cowboys actually sent their starters? If they have you know, a huge lead and the NFC East wrapped up, if they want to pull the guys out of the game. Yeah. Dak Prescott's touchdown prop this week is one and a half. Mm. It's minus 110. I like that. That's all. How can that be? Against that secondary? I don't get it. And they're sitting some veterans? I don't get it. That is bizarre. So that number kind of jumped off the page to me as one of them. Um, Jordan Love is one and a half, but the over is minus 166. He had three against the Bears in week one, 10 games with two touchdowns on the year, and seven out of the last eight. Yep. But you got to pay minus 166 on him. Okay. At DraftKings, DK Metcalf to have 100 yards and a 30-yard catch, four to one. Hurts to have three touchdowns and throw an interception. Eight to one. Turnovers have been a big problem. Kincaid to have more yards than Tyreek Hill. Plus 450. Ooh, Tyreek Hill is a little that, banged up. I know. And you're dealing with, did you see the kid had a lighter? That's what started the fire? Yeah. Oh, God. What a fiasco. But that's, what can kid, what's, what's a huge game for Kincaid, though? That would be more on Hill's compromised and only has like 40 yards. Well, I mean, yeah, can Kincaid, if, uh, if I told you right now Kincaid was going to get to 75 yards, yeah. would you take a shot at 4-1? to one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
but but that has to happen then. And obviously that's no guarantee. And Jacksonville get NTN going. 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and two receptions, 11 to 1. He's up and down. Yep. Singletary, uh, excuse me, Mayfield, 300 yards passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 7 to 1. Yep, I'll give you another I, I one need here. more than that, um, but no high load so far at uh, DraftKings. I talked about this earlier, how Josh Allen has dominated the Dolphins in his career. Yeah. His touchdown passing prop is uh, one and a half over his minus 115. He had four against Miami in week eight, but it's half the year. He's had eight games with two plus touchdowns and four straight games of under one and a half touchdown passes for him. And what's happening with Diggs? Been a non-factor. That's right. That's no right. show. Up next, we'll talk Patriots, Jets, Andy Gresh, WEEI in Boston is going to join the program. Brady hasn't been there in a long time. Do the current players on the roster care about winning this one for Bill Belichick? Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk, can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.